Hello, and welcome to this week's apocalyptic episode of the Bro You Haven't podcast. With me, JJ Hunter Gatherer Harding, Josh the Strategist Aitken, and Adam Caught in His Own Trap Claydon. This is the place where three out-of-work performers ramble on about something for about 45 minutes. This week, we burn zombies and step into the shoes of a gruff hero who learns to love again. Be prepared for some strong opinions as we revisit The Last of Us, Part 1. Episode 5. Episode 5, baby. 5. Stay alive. Well, nearly got a half dozen of them. Nearly. One off of that half. Half dozen, Mark. Oh, yeah, babies. It's felt, it's felt nearly at the half dozen, Mark. We've nearly got a full set of eggs, boy. Woo! A full hatcher's dozen. Best chicken-based film. Chicken Run's pretty good. Chicken Run. Chicken Run's amazing. Clearly Chicken Run, although Chicken Run is evident. Uh, vegan propaganda. Vegan propaganda. No, what's the one that... What about Surf's Up? Chicken Chicken Little. Chicken Little is a little bitch. Surf's Up isn't really about a chicken, though. I, I mean, the chicken's in it. The surf's, the surf's Up not about penguins. What came first? Came first, the clicker or the bloater? The clicker or the egg? <gasps> oh my god! <gasps> Seamless transition, Adam! Oh, we're getting better at this, guys. Totally not forced whatsoever. <laughs> what have you been up to this week, boys? How's it been? Yeah, it's been good. I recorded an audition today for Universal Studios Japan. Nice. Um, oh, wonderful. And I hate nothing more than filming myself and looking back at it. <laughs> well, that's why we just do voices on Yeah, there. exactly. So they don't see our ugly, ugly mugs. Wait, this is just voices. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see my big fat nose. <laughs> that's why he's hiding behind his microphone. That yeah. He talks to us. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too shy, I'm too shy. It's lovely, lovely nose, lovely nose. Josh, what have you been up to? Uh, I have uh, been playing The Last of Us 2 and being very depressed because of the plotline. Also, that's what video games want to do to us. <laughs> yeah, I've got some job interviews, can't fit into my suit anymore because uh, I'm too fat. Too buff, too buff. I'm, f- I'm buffer than I am, fatter than I was five years ago when I bought it. That's all right, though. That's fine. That's all right, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you're like a man now. Five years ago, you were a you were a teen. You think I'm a man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about The Last of Us 2 today, but did you enjoy it, though? Oh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think it's a, a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece of a game that might... Uh, just to leave a comment on it before we eventually talk about it, I highly recommend it. It's a game that... It's a technical marvel, a storytelling marvel, but it also makes you feel like utter shit. <laughs> um, I've been told, I've been told that I'd probably can prefer The Last of Us Two to The Last of Us One. Apparently, there's more game in it. More which game is, in it. Yeah, more game in that. it. We can get to that. We can get to that. I've, I've avoided all spoilers. I've avoided everything for the second one. I'm going to wait until the next set of government money comes through. Really? And then purchase that game. People are people are pretty divided on The Last of Us too. Hey, I'm about to give you a spoiler, Adam. There's a big twist uh, very early in, and essentially what happens is uh, John Cena appears. Oh Jesus! You get cornered <laughs> by clickers, and all you hear is Keanu Reeves. There's a clicker and he unzips himself and just pops out, and he goes Fortnite and then runs away. Yeah, that's what happens, man. And the game ends there. 
and that's why I'm that's why I'm depressed. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, um, who's yeah. buzzing for Cyberpunk, which has been delayed again? Oh, <laughs> it's been delayed again, but it looks so cool, though. It looks fucking it looks sick. Bro, you haven't been chased by a clicker. Oh. So, Adam, you were playing um, Last of Us 1. I've been playing it recently, too. Yes, so... I have not, because I don't have it. I bought it last year, after hearing people talking about it all the time, and my uncle, actually, was the one who was raving about it most. He said, played it yet? Have you played it yet? Have you played it yet? I was like, I'm like, no, not yet. And he's like, oh, I watch, I always watch the last scene on YouTube, like, every day, I love it so much, love it so much. I'm like, still haven't played it. But I eventually, in the last couple of weeks, I'm not going to lie, it took me three times to get into it. I got to the same point three times over like four or five months and then I just... That's interesting. What point was it? The point I was getting to every time over the last like five months was when you've met Bill, who is... He helps um, Joel and Ellie sort of escape the city. Yeah, yeah. And it's the bit where they're going through a graveyard. And I always got to that bit. I don't know why. It slowed right down at that particular point and I got a little bit frustrated with it and would just get distracted, have, have other stuff going on. So I just forgot. Yeah. But then I finally persevered through that bit and it just got so much better yeah i think there are quite a few slow bits um although my opinion oh god jj is there a metronome oh no metronome okay okay i'm sorted jj very melodically uh, jacking it under the table (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think there's a few slow bits um in the last of us but yeah me personally, I couldn't put it down. I kept playing it. It's an addictive storyline. That's. I think this game has the best opening I've ever seen. The opening 15 minutes is incredible. What, do you think it's the best of any game ever? Yes. Any game ever? No, but it's, de- it's just good, man. It's a good opening. Could you guys, right, mention five things about the game that you love, just, just, just off the bat, straight away? The graphics. The graphics? The beautiful landscape. Landscape, yeah, cool. It's, I feel like it's a trick question now, isn't it? No, 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 keep going, keep going. I like the cutscene, I like the cutscenes. Cutscenes, that's three, okay. I like the relationship between Joel and Ellie. Beautiful, yeah. And I I like the stealthiness. I didn't at the start, but I, I grew to love it. Oh man, I thought I was going to lure you into a trap there, but you said stealthiness at the end. I thought, I thought he's not mentioned the gameplay once until number five. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> 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 it's my challenge now to say five different things. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've hit all of them in one go. Mostly the same things as Adam. I like the I like the enemies. I just like the idea and the design of the the, the enemies. Surely I just, like the zombie enemies. Like the human ones are dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but that's very indicative of. I mean, how many games, especially from that kind of time period, had really fucking dumb AI. Especially like single player, they fix it in the second one. That it's like, if anything, they're too intelligent sometimes. I feel, but back then, like your AI for most games was pretty dumb, man. I don't know, man. Like if you think about Bioshock, they had some pretty pretty decent AI, and that was a few months before The Last of Us. I quite like Bioshock. I love Bioshock. For, for me, for me, Bioshock. I don't know, I feel like, I, I did like Bioshock and I do rate it really highly, but I feel like the two games, and they invest a lot in different things, you know what I mean? Like, what The Last of Us is going for isn't necessarily what the, in terms of gameplay, isn't what the Bioshock's going for. Okay, so a lot of the things, I'm going to say this because I'm so prepared for our entire 
fan base to hate me after we talk about The Last of Us. Um, that entire fan base that isn't going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, our entire fan base of 15 people. Love you guys. Please, please, please don't leave. Please don't leave. Whoop, whoop. Don't leave, don't leave us, don't leave us. Don't leave me. Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. Best boom performance in video game history. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Phenomenal acting from those two. Their relationship is just... And the subtleties, I know, especially with the facial recognition stuff they do, the subtleties. Yeah, and every... Especially in the last scene. Every cutscene is, like, directed. There isn't a moment where the characters are just face on face, like... Yeah. You know, characters move around, they sit down. And they seamlessly they seamlessly go in and out of the cutscenes as well. Yeah, I think, I think there's some truth in that. <coughs> For me, going off of talking about um, their performance, I just think as a whole, the characters that they're playing and the, the world around them and how they interact with that, it just feels very real within that world. Like the things that they're, the feelings they have and the way they portray them and the things that happen and the things that they do feel they're layered very much so I don't question it like I don't question any like it feels like and that's that scenario feels plausible kind of thing we realised that and we noticed that because of our, our background in in theatre in theatre darling theatre darling <laughs> theatre but the fact that we pick up on that and that's sort of our speciality if we pick up that it's really good acting then People who aren't, they're not even going to notice at all. Do you know what I mean? It's next to be so seamless. Yeah, I get that. Have you guys looked up the IMDb for um, Troy Baker? Fuck Yeah, me. Troy Baker does a lot, man. Yeah. Him and Nolan North are basically every white white protagonist. Him and Nolan North, they're, they're your guys. They are your boys. He does anime. He does a lot of Japanese video games. He does a lot of American video games. He was in, obviously, he was in Uncharted, Death Stranding recently. No, no, Nolan no, no, no North's in Uncharted. Troy Baker's in Uncharted 4. Oh, is he? Who's he? He's the brother in Uncharted 4. Oh, mate. I didn't even know he's in that. That's how good he is. He's everywhere. Brilliant. Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite. He's in God of War. Is he? He's in God of War. He's... Yeah. Yeah, he's um one of Thor's sons. Magni and... Magni and Modi. I think he's... I think he's Magni. And then Nola North is Modi, which is brilliant. Look at that. The boys are well and truly still in town. Boys are back. Did you guys did you guys notice like the world building? So obviously when you pick up, you know, notes that are left around. Yeah, yeah. One of my favourite things was there was like a message on a house just saying like in big black paint saying I am armed. And I was just like, that is cool. So little details like that are great. I love that. I love that they're missable, a lot of them. Like, it's if you go out... Yeah, if you ain't looking. Yeah, if you ain't looking, you'll miss it. But if you go looking for that stuff, you'll get rewarded. I would argue I would argue that the style of the gameplay and the fact that you're, especially with supplies, you've got to scavenge a lot. You've got to find stuff that you can makeshift into weapons. You've got to find ammo. You've got to find health kits. You've got to do that. The fact that it's like that... it. But it's all limited. It's Yeah, it's all limited, but it slows the gameplay right down so that you do stumble across things that you wouldn't necessarily find. Like I saw like a little tape recorder in one bit and you can and you can listen to them and it, and it plays through the... actually plays through the um, PlayStation controller. Oh, I love that. Dude, do you know Borderlands? Borderlands 2 does that. Yeah, Borderlands does that, yeah. Right, we're 15 minutes in. I feel like, JJ, you're waiting to slate this game. Just hit us with it, man. Um, Don't hold I back. I just want to say one thing I like. Cheeky little smile he's giving I us. Wa- I just want to say one thing I do like. The fact that, like, resources are limited. So, like, if you have rags, 
Okay, you can decide to make a health kit, or you can decide to make a Molotov. Yes, yeah, like resource management. There's something about that that I really enjoy. It adds a layer to the the experience of it. I think it adds to the the atmosphere of it. That kind of feeling of like when you get into a fight, like it, it feels tense. A lot of games I feel don't get that balance where you go into a fight and it's just you're just mowing through guys, man. Whether that's a feel you get into a fight, even on even on some of your lowest difficulty settings, it can be really tricky. Yeah, it's like you you're really having to manage your resources and you know if you're going for a playstyle like whether you're just you're going out all out brawling or whether you're sneaking you, you really need to commit to that i think if you're going for all out brawling uh this game is not for you i did a play through a long a while ago doing all out brawling and it is doable but i do get what you're saying i feel yeah i feel i feel like it's definitely more geared towards stealth anyway okay wait before you say before you say it like i hate i hate because i'm still i'm not talking about the second one but like all of that stuff is just completely built upon in the second one like it is more possible to do a brawling thing and blah 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 but we'll do we'll talk about that at a later date the best thing about this game hands down is the story it uses a lot of classic zombie tropes it's like oh you gotta get this person because they're the only cure and you know you got you got gruff old dude who's really good with a gun and badass lady who's also good the, with it the protagonist comes back yeah protagonist and oh look we've made a settlement and we have power because of the dam yippee but they use they do all that really well i think anyway yeah definitely of course they're classic but it feels classic in a good way yeah it doesn't fe- it doesn't feel cliche it feels relatable because of that like you're not confused you know like okay this is what's happening and i expect and understand that yeah it's not like fallout 4 where he suddenly wakes up in this post-apocalyptic wasteland he's lived he's been living through it for the last 20 years like since his daughter dies in his arm oh right so the ai of the people who aren't zombies is absolute dog shite. <laughs> I I don't understand how anyone can can not notice it. I know I agree with you on that one. You agree? Oh, thank God. I I don't agree with you on a lot of things about this game. I agree that the 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 AI is not great, but I give it a pass because like it's pretty obvious. I don't time. think it's it's not terrible. I don't, for its time. I don't think it's age excuses it. I th- I think the AI in Skyrim is better, and that's not. I would. I. I disagree, I disagree man. I disagree entirely. We all know that the AI in Skyrim is fucking awful. At least if you're sneaking, your character's sneaking with you in Skyrim. Bloody hell, Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. So many times has just gone up to people, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Even even when there's clickers there, like if you. Yeah, yeah, clickers. Okay, yeah. When you've got when you've got Henry and you've got Sam and they're, yeah. and they're like running around and you're sneaking and they're bashing into them and like nothing's happening. I get. I, I, yeah, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see that. I'll, yeah, I'll give that. I'll allow that. I feel like with the AI though, it's very, very evident that they weren't the combat wasn't the focus of the game. You know what I mean? But that's literally the rest of the game that isn't the cutscenes, the combat. Yeah. If it, you're not doing combat, you're doing recycled puzzles. I don't know, man. I was I I agree with you in this stuff. Turn on the ladder. Uh, turn on the ladder. Turn on the generator. Get the ladder. Oh, pull pull Ellie across this river. She can't swim. I agree. I agree with you and all that stuff, but it's stuff that while I was playing it, like just never ever bothered me. Like it, it never bothered me. It's one of the ones. Like when, as an example, when I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn, love you said these the exact words of, oh, it's good, but it's very gamey. You can tell it's a game. I put to you the same thing for The Last of Us one. It's it's, it's good, but it has its limitations. It knows what it's doing really well, and that's the the dressing of the game, the cutscenes, and the story. It is very welcoming to non gamers. Yes, uh, not not 
and casual gamers. Like, 100%. most of the people who spoke about this games were, like, uh, partners of gamers or people who kind of had a console, but they just had FIFA and COD on it, and they go, oh, pl- oh I played The Last of Us. Oh, I played it. Played any zombie games? Oh, I've played The Last of Us. We're back to JJ's bias against FIFA and COD. <laughs> We're going to do a FIFA and a COD episode. We like... spoke. No, we spoke about COD. I'm all right with COD now. Me and COD have made up. I want. Uh, I, I hope that sometime down the line, um, someone does like a, a a separate podcast or video just just analysing JJ's biases within games. <laughs> J- J- we'll make it. We'll do a side project. The, t- the title will be JJ Harding question mark game snob. Oh, <laughs> savage! Okay, so the the shooting in the game fine. The bow bollocks. Yeah, okay, I'll agree with that. The bow's great. I love the bow. You like the bow? It kills instantly. Yeah, it kill. Yeah, it kills instantly. But it's like the arc of it, and it just seems a bit sh- short. Like there's no impact to it. It just kind of feels like a bit short. Oh, here comes the bow. Ah. You're both short compared to Big Daddy Aitken here. <laughs> Big Daddy Aitken with all Big Daddy with all his one inch over six foot. Hey, <laughs> and most of that inch is hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn JJ, you! If you did a Marge Simpson, how tall would you be? If you did, if you did a Marge Simpson, if I did a Marge Simpson, how tall is Marge Simpson's hair? Uh, at least half of her body. Shit, I'd be like I'd be nine foot tall if I had Marge Simpson's hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah the game tries to emulate film yes which uh isn't a bad th- isn't a bad thing it's just not for me i think uh, fair play fair enough i would rather receive it through like audio logs and stuff like that than just cutscene after cutscene after cutscene i hate putting down my controller when i'm playing a game. i get that but i also don't understand your opinion on that when you like death stranding okay i'm glad you brought this up <laughs> that game is that game is all cutscene postman pat Postman Pat, Postman Pat, and his baby that makes things that die. The baby is adorable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's called BB. I love him. So that has gimmicks, though. So that has toys. It has it has cars. It has climbable ladders. It has uh, ropes. The combat in it's pretty decent. Um, and anybody, it's also got an online capability, but you never see anybody. So if everybody walks a similar path, that path becomes flat. Yeah, it's they... so interesting. You can influence other people's games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can literally influence other people's games. You can finish off their missions for them as well. That's also a game made how many years later, though? Literally, it came out last year. True, true, true. I'm, no, I'm just I'm just saying, like, but towards the end of Death Stranding, oh my God, there were way too many cutscenes. Jesus Christ. Would you say that The Last of Us walked so that Death Stranding could hobble up cliff edges? <laughs> and wobble uncertainly on a ladder placed across a ravine and constantly have to replace ladders because you can't drive your car across it because you've put them too close together <laughs> then, ha- then have a fight and drop all of your posts and have to pick it back up again <laughs> <laughs> mate you fight like giant cthulhu monsters in that game it's, pre- it's pretty sweet actually there's a good soundtrack on that game actually as well i listen to the soundtrack some good stuff on there yeah it's by low roar most of the stuff yeah recycled puzzles uh crafting what do you think of the crafting i like the fact that it was real time but i didn't yeah you had to do the finding of stuff because if you weren't prepared for a battle or a fight then you were fucked basically it was real time and the, the item the items you had to find yeah for the crafting the items you had to find for the crafting all felt like 
you know, the items that you would use yeah. for those things. They're realistic, yeah. Within the confines of a game, you know what I mean? What did you guys think? I felt a lot of the time when there wasn't a cutscene and a character was talking to me. Did you notice that you were just in like an, an empty corridor all the time? You'd either be walking in between or, or in fact, you'd also notice this as well, that you knew you got past a group of enemies because there was no noise. And every time you were about to engage in combat or engage in like a stealth situation, there would be a voice or a noise. Like you'd always be signified towards that rather than yeah. you always knew there was going to be something coming because someone would go, oh, she's over there. Something like that. Which apparently the second game, am I right in saying, Josh, gets rid of that and there's like jump scares like straight off the bat. Yeah, man, so many times that, but the stealth, even the stealth element in the second one's like completely rejected. It's more, the maps are kind of, it's not open world, but the maps are a lot more open. Like rather than you're just funneling through it, like like, there's like, say you'll go down a street and there's loads of enemies and there's like maybe like six storefronts and buildings and you can go into all of them like during this combat phase and do it any way you want and hide in the long grass and shit, man. Plant traps. I would say that even though you're quite funneled in this game, the framing, especially after a combat situation, tells you where to go. It's done so beautifully. Like the lighting yeah. will change and it will highlight yeah. things. Be, like really small things like little arrows made in blood on the wall. And my, my favourite bit actually was when Ellie, you know Ellie escapes on her horse and she's galloping away and you're trying to find her and you're chasing her and you go... You go past and you hit like a dead end, but then as your horse turns around, yeah. it highlights the path which you next have to go down. So even though you're being funneled, it was it was so subtly done. Yeah, you were being nicely but, funneled. Yes, uh, nicely funneled. Patted down a road. Go fucking this way, please. Yeah, <laughs> please. please. Stop fucking go this way. What here, please? Um, there aren't many like toys in the game. If that makes sense, does that make sense? You know, in Uncharted, you could like get a grappling hook and. Swing on that bad boy and all the rest of it. I saw, I saw a a really good quote about like the fact because obviously it's to say it's Naughty Dog that make both. Um, yeah, it's Naughty Dog, and they were like Naughty Dog, Jack and Daxter as well. Yeah, yeah, Crash, Crash. Bandicoot too. Last of Us is the two different ends, two different ends of the gaming spectrum. They basically they said the Last um, of Us, Crash the Last Bandicoot. of Us, the Last of Us happened when the Uncharted devs forgot to take their antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> Is what happened. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Lovely. Someone, so, um, I was watching a video earlier. Um, it was called Mediocrity Disguising as Mastery, a comment on The Last of Us. Oh, for fuck's sake. Did you write this article? I know. Um, but he, but he, yeah, literally, he, um, he said, oh, it's like Uncharted without the fun. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. I think it's fun. I think it's fun enough. It's, it's a very different game. Uncharted is more like a, like a Lara Croft. Like is it, that's it's a different game completely. Yeah, though no, but La- Lara Crofts are more like The Last of Us now. Have you yeah. played them, the new ones? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, they're they're, they're trying right. to be more like Uncharted from the other ones. I don't know, man. In my mind, in my mind, fucking uh, Uncharted is like you're playing Indiana Jones and the Goonies and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, Uncharted, yeah. you're playing fucking Blade Runner. You know what I mean? Same era, totally different style. Both ha- Harrison Ford, basically, I'm just using Harrison Ford movies as an example. Josh used to go to school, ladies and gentlemen, wearing a um, oh, Harrison fuck. Ford fedora. Um, <laughs> I did. And what, what did you used to call yourself, mate? Go on, uh, say, say. Indiana Josh, I would call myself. And I wasn't even young Indiana either. I was Josh. maybe like... 
Like Primary <laughs> 7. So oh, like, you leave was, him alone. I think it's the cutest thing in the whole I world. I was like 10, 11. Oh, I used to get bullied mercilessly, but, you know. Oh, I, mate. Mate, why why the hell are we in MT? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why are we doing musical theatre if we weren't bullied? <laughs> my love of showmanship. <laughs> Tell you what, we, let's just do one time. We'll do a really, really honest, depressing musical theatre episode where we can just talk about all our mental health issues. <laughs> but we just talk about how we've chosen a career that we'll never make any real finance from. Jesus. That's why we're doing podcasts now, which we actually somehow are going to probably make less. The Hi guys and welcome back to the Bro You Haven't Podcast. Yeah. This week sponsored by <laughs> Somehow somehow we're losing money doing this podcast. Um, <laughs> 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 in a couple of weeks, guys, we might go dark for a little bit because we're gonna transfer over to a different site. Um, but it will all be fine, so don't you worry, <laughs> we're still gonna be here. We're still gonna be here. Maybe. Yeah, well, I don't we're know. shipping JJ off to a farm, we'll have all the space he wants to run around and Oh, finally! Uh, you had um, you had a quiz or something, JJ. Oh, okay. One more thing. One more thing I want to say about the AI before that. Another right. thing about the I've... AI. Why don't you just divorce it? Have you guys ever played Shadow of the Colossus? Yes. Did you complete it? Yes. All right. So spoiler scat, everybody. Shadow of the Colossus. Spoilers. Shadow of the Colossus. You when you lose your horse. Uh, what's his name again? Arab? Arag? Ar- Ar- Agro. Agro. I could Not never. Arab. I've, I heard them shout it and I could never <laughs> ever tell what he was Agro. shouting. Cancel culture. Yeah, it's called Agro. Agro. Now, yeah, okay. that gentle little horse, I swear they make his eyes really big and shiny and black and beautiful. The um, thing is, that that thing of the horse dying just makes me feel the thing of the horse dying just you ever watch the never ending story? Yeah. Where his yeah, horse yeah. fucking drowns. Never ending story. But when you lose that horse. You feel like you've lost your right arm. You no longer have that horse. You can't do anything with that horse. That horse is gone. After that point in the game, it's just gone for the whole thing. It's gone. It's gone. And you can never get one back. No. Yeah, that's it. It's gone. Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Spoiler scat again. Arthur gets TB. You feel so much weaker after that happens. And all of that you experience yourself because you've been attached to it and it's been a mechanic that's been attached to you in the game. Yes. Go without Ellie or without Joel in The Last of Us. It's the same game. Eh, I feel like you're considerably weaker as Ellie. Oh no, she had a knife. You could take down clickers better as Ellie. She's great. She's and actually when because Joel does spoiler scat blah 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 when he does fall on that massive bit of metal that goes through him. Oh Jesus, yeah. Oh, that was brutal. For the first little bit afterwards, he he's stumbling around a bit in in the the winter section of the game, but afterwards he's absolutely fine. Arthur Morgan would have been coughing blood all over that snow. Arthur Morgan that gets shot constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Arthur Morgan who's been hit by a train and lived. (laughs) Do they do the thing, uh, I can't remember if they do it in The Last of Us 1, I know they do it in The Last of Us 2, when you get shot like and it's not a kill shot. You're getting shot like in your in like the arm and like the shoulder and things like that. You're not just taking yeah. Whenever shots. you whenever you heal yourself, it's always round your arm. I th- I feel like it's just the easiest thing to animate. Yeah. In Metal Gear, he like if you get shot, it's it's like in your stomach, and he has to spray some shit on it and then like pump some adrenaline. Last in of him. Us too, man. That's a good feature. I quite like like the gunplay feels so much heavier. Oh, yeah. Feels so heavy. Like you get shot a lot of the time. You get hit bit. You get shot by a rifle, you're getting like you get knocked off your feet a lot of the time. 
like on your oh, back. Oh, nice. Get hit by a rifle, and then like you're on your back, letting you pull your pistol out, and you're trying to shoot them and roll out the way. That's sweet. Like you feel a lot more. You feel a lot in the second one. You feel like a lot more in control of your body, if that makes sense. See, I'm seeing a lot of the second one, and I'm and I'm thinking I'd like it. I'm thinking I'd like it a lot. Even just the inclusion of going prone. Even the inclusion of yeah. going prone, you know what I mean? Like It's a great inclusion. It's so simple. It gives it a completely different element. Because I love bleak games. I mean, we got to talk about Dark Souls at one point, because that's fantastic. I suppose I'll play Dark Souls for you. I'll send them to you. Dark Souls 3 is one of you. And game swap! Dark Souls 1 remastered to the other. And I'll send you FIFA 20, and you can give that a go. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get I'll get, I'll get Heskey in form in a pack. Yeah. That shows your age. Jesus, when, Jesus Christ. When was the last time you, like, watched football? <laughs> Emil Heskey was like 15 years ago. I used to, you know, I can't remember what one it is. I used to sign him as a free transfer on one of them, like at the start of the season. I played FIFA 2005. That was my one. As, that was my jam as a kid. And I took Boston United to the Champions League final and we won Boston United. Don't you Woo! Was it FIFA 12? FIFA, it might have been FIFA 15, actually. I, I, I did a big run with Crystal Palace. It was when they, were, they went in the Premier League. Eagles! It was when they went in the Premier League, they were like... Championship. Yeah. I, I got them promoted. Adam's wearing a football shirt right now. Inter Milan shirt. I do like Italian footballs. Oh, Italian footballs. Only the finest Italian footballs. Oh, yes. I think one thing you would like about FIFA games, though, is they always have banging playlists. Like, Yeah, they do. Yeah, I remember going around mate's house and quite enjoying the, the tunes. Right, we've divulged. We've divulged. JJ, questioners. You had questions. I'm, I'm, I'm impatient and I want to know. Okay, that's enough ragging on The Last of Us. Fantastic story, okay game. As boys, we like to chat about, oh, in a zombie apocalypse, I'd do this. I'd freaking get myself in a skyscraper, get up nice and high. Fuck that, no. No, that's a terrible plan. You don't go up high, because then you can't get back down. Go. I'd go, on a, I'd go on a boat. I'd go to an island. Yeah, an island would be good too. I'll, I'd probably quite like the woods. There's a lot of cover. Do you know what I mean? Noise reduction. Yeah. Yeah. A treehouse. I'd try and build a treehouse society. Be amazing. Put your faith in that what you most believe in. Two worlds, <laughs> one family. Okay, so boys, I will. Uh, these are some questions. Okay, that I have devised about hit, hit us with the question. about a zombie outbreak and what you personally would do. And the person who gets the points will be whoever makes the best argument. May the best man won. Adam, I'll let you go first on both the ca- on all the questions. If a zombie outbreak occurred right now, what in your home would you use as a weapon? Uh, fire, like fire prongs. Like pokers. Hold two in each, one in each hand and just go whacking or poking. That little, that little, <laughs> that little coal shovel you get. <laughs> um, I feel like this is cheating, but I actually have like. We have several hunting knives in our house and hatchets. Um, however, just to make this like a more a better point, some of the knives have serrated edges, which I don't know if this is legal. But um, I would not use them because they get stuck. So I don't know. I'd maybe I'd either use a blunt object like a hammer because a hammer doesn't get stuck as easy. Um, or I would fashion um, a spear. <laughs> Not for throwing, but for, but for. So what I do is I'd fashion a spear for jabbing at range, um, and if they got close enough, I'd then attack with the hammer. So Adam would use the tools he uses to stoke his parents' fire, whereas Josh <laughs> would more cleverly 
uh, <laughs> get a broom handle, strap strap a knife to it, and uh, attack them from a distance. Which you know would be probably the best way of not getting bit. So the point there, that's going to go. I blow them away with the bellows. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Even if you had a leaf blower, I don't think you could. <laughs> I'm not very confrontational, you see. <laughs> you would try to try and make try to, with them. You try to talk to the zombie, just like, look, we can we can talk yeah. this out. I understand you've had a I difficult make a upbringing. Roast. I make him a roast. I give him a curry or something. Invite <laughs> them in. <laughs> he's staying at your house with you. The people in it think he's your, your gay lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just Steve. Every time that's he goes Steve. to bite you, every time he goes to bite you, you just go, babe, come on, not in public. <laughs> And he's like, uh, 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 no, like, no. like at, the end of sh- at the end of Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. Did I yeah. get the point? Did yeah, I Josh, get the point? Josh, the point goes to you for that one, I'm afraid. Sec. I'm going to win Adam. this. I love you to bits, but... Where would you stay within a 10-mile radius? I would sit atop Glastonbury Tor... Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> with my, with my, with my fire prongs, my fire tongs. I I don't know what that is, but I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle to beat that. I've got a couple of options, man. Um, okay, okay. So I'm gonna just I'll, I'll I'll discuss my thinking process. So there's loads of like farms around me with like, lots of space around them. So I'd probably go to one of them, but do a sweet sweet barn conversion. Well, my thinking about the, the, the farms that I would choose, I'd probably try and choose, strangely, an older building, one that's kind of more made from, like, stonework. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, an older yeah, building, yeah. Like old stone, one that's, like... So they can't break down those wooden panels in called yeah, zombies. N- nothing's coming through the wall. Nice, You know what nice, I mean? Nothing's nice, coming nice, through nice. the wall. So all I need to do is barricade the doors and windows. And then there's lots of food around me because it's like livestock farms around here. So, yeah, just so hunt. See, look, Adam, he's bought up food. He's bought up food. He didn't even think of food. What are you going to eat? It's just strange because I usually think of food. So. <laughs> I fed the last zombies and now I've not fed myself. <laughs> moss? <laughs> well. You're going to eat moss on the tour? Bloody hell. Josh, that's going to you, mate. <laughs> I'm a survival expert, man. That's what they're finding out here. If Listeners at home, man, if there's a zombie apocalypse and you need someone... To defend you, I'm I'm your man. I'm, I'm the critical thinker that you need. And he'll do it for um, five pounds an hour. Six sixteen bottle caps an hour. Sixteen bottle caps. I don't. I never understood that in the Fallout universe. <laughs> that they just they just use bottle caps, like as if they just wouldn't still money use neither. money. Money still exists. I could understand the argument that in that world, like money has no actual physical use, but neither do bottle caps. You know what I mean? Just use real money. Yeah, Why maybe it's just keep... maybe it's just a formality, so they feel like slightly sane. How many bottle caps is it for a bottle of beer? Oh, well, you, technically, you get one cap back. What annoys me about Fallout is you can sell pre-war money for a price, so there's technically a conversion rate. Pre-war money is like stocks. What object of leisure would you take? Just to clarify before we answer, is this um, an object of leisure? Is it like your favourite book? Is it no? But I mean, is this is this one an object of leisure that that I would find useful in a zombie apocalypse? No, 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 is no. It, is it no, to be sheerly is... for leisure? Yeah, sh- pure ball and cup ain't gonna help you at all, kind of thing. Okay, I I'd take I would take a um a table tennis table. 
a table tennis table. What, you just run to each side to keep you fit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> just non-stop. <laughs> Maybe a Rubik's Cube. I'd probably take a Rubik's Cube. Rubik's that's like, a, ch- a, that's like a puzzle. That's yeah, like a puzzle. Keeps your brain going. Keeps my brain going. Stops me from wanting to just fucking stab myself in the face. Because of all the people I've watched die. The tone, the tone of this podcast. Has been, I'm sorry, guys. We're, we're 45 minutes into the recording, and and we've been so depressing. So I apologise. I hope, I hope it's the last okay. of us. It's the last okay. of us. Oh, look at me! I'm tall. I'm depressing as fuck. Oh, my daughter died. Oh, my next daughter was gonna oh. die, but then I didn't let her. But now I've killed loads of people instead. Oh no! Look at me! And then, and then I lie to her. And then I lie to her. I loved. I loved at the start when JJ said these questions were going to be like, like deep, deep and philosophical. It's just asked this: What would bring where's and where would go with? Okay, uh, I'm gonna just because the practical applications of Adam will actually uh, stay fit with his object. I'm gonna vote for him now. But he has to carry that around with him. <laughs> Exactly. I have to lug that table about. <laughs> You're just going to have really strong fingers doing the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. A really strong down. mind. But okay, I'm still, I'm still up a point, so it's fine. All right, ready, boysies? This is, this is, this is a tougher one, okay? All right. Now, I did actually write this, okay. I did actually write this first, but therefore, now I'm going to put this towards the end. A zombie has bitten two people in the arms. Luckily, you were there with a hatchet okay. handy, and like you learnt from Shaun of the Dead, had removed the head or destroyed the brain. The victims of the zombie are a man who claims to be a genealogist who is close to making a cure. The other man... Gynecologist. The other man is your brother. Uh, You you must amputate the arm quickly to stop the infection spreading. However, you only have enough time to save one person. Who do you save and why? Now, this is your wording and there's no take-backs. You said... You didn't say he's he's, um, he's working on uh, a... What do you call it? No, what do you call it? Where you you like before you get it and it gives you antibodies to it. What's that? That's a a vaccine. A vaccine. Yes, he's not wanting a vaccine. He's working on a cure. So you okay, save right. the ge- cure vaccine. You save the you, you save the I mean. genealogist and then he cures your brother. Oh, there we go. Very good. But I I didn't I didn't say he has the cure. I said he's close. To oh, the cure. okay. That's a good idea. That's a good point. Okay, I retract that answer. I retract that answer. I would uh I just I just kill the guy I don't know and save my brother. He's working on a really cool album, like he's he's band <laughs> on tour. He's dropping some sick not that you love him or anything. Nah, he's he's working on a really cool album, I already no, think it could take off. Really good shit going how on, how like. how well are things going? Like this has got a lot of you know what I mean, there's a lot of moving parts here. I am are we are we thriving? We are Yeah, is this is this day two or is this yeah, nearly four months into Yeah, like, is this far out. into it or is it, like, day two? This, this is kind of far into it. I'm going to say this is about five years into it. Reality is bleak. People kind of die all the time. You, you're you into The Last of Us territory. It sounds very much like uh, what we are currently... Yeah, I'm going to agree with Adam, man. Save your brother, man. Save your brother. Save, Someone save else the, will work I'm gonna go. I'm going to say, yeah, save the brother, but, like, for different reasons, just because, like... How five years in? What's a cure gonna do, really? By this point, society's collapsed. How's this one? This one dude is gonna make a cure and then make enough of it that it's gonna make an effect on the world. Bullshit. Reality is, so many people have already died anyway. Where's he been for the last five years? Where's he been for the last five years? Where's his team? He's been making a cure. He's been working tirelessly every day. And it just so happens that the 
day before he fucking finishes making it, he bumps into me and my brother and gets bit. Nah, gets don't bit. believe him. <laughs> that guy's just that guy's just bargaining for his life. No chance. Is it is it the rock star brother or is it everyone's gonna die anyway? Oh man, this is tough. This is tough, ladies and gentlemen. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah, what would you do? That's a good question. Yeah. I would I'd probably save my brother as well. Um yeah. but for different reasons. And all good consciousness you need to give both of us the points then. Yeah, I do. I guess I guess both of you get the point then. I mean There we go. Thank you. Thank you for a point. Sack three two to Josh so far. What do you think my role would be in an apocalypse group? What you JJ me, as me a person. As in, me as in JJ. The mother the of character. the group. The mother of the group? The warrior the the warrior mother of the group. You're a very caring person, but oh. also from a sheerly physical aspect, you're also one of probably the stronger people. So I feel like yeah, you'd be the warrior mother of the group. Oh Josh. <laughs> and that's how you win a point, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was gonna say that you're just the one who carries all the shit. Fuck you, Adam. Well done, Josh. Love you lots. Thank you. <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, babies. Ah. What, what do you think? Okay, J- JJ, what do you think our roles would be in the apocalypse yeah, what, crew? Yeah, <laughs> my voice just broke. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> From our discussion yeah. today, I would say... Yeah, what do you think it would be? I would say that Josh... Oh God, his head's going to explode. He's the Jeff Winger. He's Say quite, it. He's Say he, it. He's quite a leader. He's quite a strategist. I'd imagine you'd spend a lot of your time like planning our next move, sorting out who's doing what job, this, that, and the other. Um, wanking in the trees. Yeah, I'd spend w- all the time the trees. doing all those things. Um, <laughs> and Adam, I, I definitely think you'd be the sort of guy that everybody came to to talk to about everything. You know. Yeah. This has gotten really this has gotten really go. deep and weird. <laughs> You'd be our sanity keeper, I reckon. As a leader, I, I I've already told you, JJ, what you'd be. Um but I would place you, Adam, as the group chef because I've seen you make some very oh, yeah. I've seen you make some very tasty 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 snacks from very few ingredients. We'll do when when we meet. We made, I made his few, boy. When we meet physically, we'll get Adam to cook something for us, and we'll we'll record. We'll do a come cook, down man. with me. We'll do. We'll do a come down with me with um with with on the YouTube. We'll do that on the YouTube. Oh, come down nice. with me. When we eventually start the YouTube, hundred percent, hundred percent. Come down with the Bro You Heaven podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss you, boys. I miss you too, man. Ah. I think we've chosen the wrong time to do a, a podcast about an apocalypse because this has all just hit home really hard. And I feel like if you are listening, guys, like we are, we're okay. Don't worry. Mate, we're I, was, okay. I was looking at, I was looking at my game shelf the other day and I was like, oh my God, how many of these are about Bloodborne? That's about a disease outbreak. I got The Last of Us going. Bloody uh, Death Stranding yeah. is about the importance of a delivery man when nobody can go outside. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Dark Souls, there's a plague infecting the entire land. It's all culminated in reality now. One of my favourite parts of the game was, you know when you arrive in Salt Lake City, right at the end, or just just before... Salt the Lake game, City. City. I was just about to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Salt Lake. 
Um, when you when you arrive in Salt Lake City, and she's like, oh, "Quick, Joel, come up here, Joel, Joel, Joel," and he's like, "What, what, what?" He's like, "No, quick, quick, quick!" And they get up, and then the giraffe walks across, and you look the across fucking the, giraffe, you look across man. Mate, the, the giraffe is love cool. the you giraffes. Look across that, ci- that cityscape, and you look across those mountains, and it's just ah, oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. But in Red Dead, you get to go to those mountains. The giraffe's a playable character in The Last of Us too. Shut up! Can you ride him? The giraffe's a playable character. There's a whole chapter I, where you play as a giraffe and hear a bit I of backstory. I don't know if you're joking, but that I, I really wish cool. you weren't joking. Like honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna buy this game. You're yeah, gonna have that. to buy it and find out. Oh, no. But it's fifty quid, man. I gotta eat. Oh, I gotta eat. I send you it, but I, I digitally downloaded it, so <laughs> I'll probably buy it first. So I'll send it over to you, and we'll do a game swap. Thanks, Dad. JJ will send you an envelope of cum. Cumvelope. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the postman from Death Stranding rocks up and his hands are all soggy and he's like, I've, it's okay, like, oh, I don't know what's in it, but... There's a fucking baby attached to him. Sam the Posty Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what does what does every, what's everyone's rating for The Last of Us 1? <sighs> I feel I feel like if I was in a if I was in a better mood I was I would say 10 out of 10 but I'm I've actually I've, I think having discussed it story wise 10 it's amazing but it's the game itself I'm going to say about a 7 fair enough it's a fair ranking I I don't think people I don't think people throw this number around enough 5 all 5 points are for the story straight down if the I'm middle half and half, and half. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Originally, I would have gave it an eight, but surely just because it's aged and stuff, uh, I'm gonna go with a six point five. Wow, yeah, it's it's a game. If you haven't played, you've got to play it. It's a it's era defining sort of staple that I think everyone has to play because it's it's really good. It's really good. it was definitely it was definitely a shift. Um, and yeah, kind of mont- good narrative games like that. that yeah, it made- uh, if if The Last of Us wasn't there, do I think The Witcher would have been as good? Probably not. Actually. Probably not. No, no, probably I mean, not. I reckon The Witcher borrowed a lot of... God of War, the newest God of War, probably. Oh my god. Speaking of AI, boy, best AI. Best AI. Oh, great, great AI. Great AI, boy, was great AI. Atreus. Let's let's cheer everything up a bit. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba! Whoa! Love me, Whoa. love me. Love me, say that you love me. Someone want to plug what we're doing next week? I'll go, I'll go. Let me go. Can I go? I well, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Someone just say something. We are doing the Ezio Alditore di Firenze. Yep, we are jumping back into the Animus and revisiting the we are Florentine Assassin's Creed games. Leap of faithing our way into Renaissance Italy. Oh hell yeah, we are baby. Uh, due to popular demand, um, if you do have any suggestions for episodes, pop us a DM on the socials at Bro You Haven't Pod. Comment on the YouTube, and also we've got an email account. If you if you feel like it can't be in a in a DM, you want to write us a longer email. We are Bro You Haven't at Gmail Cheeky Gmail, baby, get into our DMs. Cheeky Gmail, slide yeah. into those DMs. Please drop a like and remember to subscribe. Thank you very much. Have a lovely week, boys. It's been a depressing chat. Bye-bye. Lots of love, boys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, audience. Love you.
Thank you for listening to the Bro You Haven't podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bro You Haven't Pod for updates on future episodes and more. If you like this week's episode, you can catch our other episodes on Spotify, Acast, Podbean, and YouTube. On behalf of myself, Adam, and Josh, have a lovely week. Goodbye.